We've just gone over the halfway mark of Masechet Baba Kama, Baruch Hashem. Uh, we dedicate the Shiri Lunishmot, soldiers who've died in this war, to the Tzuim, Chatufim, all our soldiers to come back safely, Matzliach. So we saw yesterday this question, David HaMelech asked the Kasha to the Beitim, we saw the Psukim, we understood the Psukim was, uh, or, or Shailas, Question was, what are the shilas? The one shiler was we understood was if there's if if there's pristim hiding under the piles, can you burn them to kill them? Other question was maybe could we pay, could we eat the 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 sore the barley for feed it to animals and use the and use and pay back the Jewish farmers with the lentils with adashim. So a lot of different understandings of what these questions were all about. Okay, so the Gemara the question, the second last line here, We understand if we want to burn down the grains, and they say, they want to exchange in the body for the lentils, what does it mean when the Pasuk said, uh, the Pasuk are talking about the Pasuk in Shmuz, and they saved them. Well, what are you saying if you're just in exchange, right? What's it? What shayach over here? It's a question now. And we saw that that, uh, that even though he was a king, he he didn't want to take up the kulas of of doing the whole the, the whole exchange. So it was the bishlom hanitari to understand these two kashas now, which was to exchange, or if it was to burn and to save. Hani hani lichtiv trakras. We had these two psukim. The psukim said chelkara sadeh malas sorry. And the one pasuk said for the sorry. The other one said it's got a got adashim etc. Right, but the one, but according to the opinion, right, that David's whole question was, are we allowed him burn down the 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 the, the gadish? Right, so so my cry. Rashi says, "Hani cry elam." What are you looking for? What are you looking for? To for shalocha. What are you looking for? So there's a bit of a different standing here, but Russia talked about I don't want to go into it now. For two reasons. Firstly, I'm not sure I understand it properly. And secondly, I think it's a bit sidetracking. It's like, I got it, and let's move, get back into the halacha. But so he says, what's going on over here? Why did the psukim? Samalach tamun. I think one says, no, the one kasha was on tamun. And another question, uh, right? The first question was about the Asian. About the and then there were other questions as well about saving the Nechassim. It's plenty of ways to explain it. The carries on and says, So according to the way we have explained these questions, David was asking what the possible shilas were. We understand what it means. What it means he didn't want to drink. It means he didn't accept, uh, they didn't accept the kulas. The, the Since they were Isurim, even though he was a king in the middle Ikaradin, he was actually patron from Isurim, he could have done whatever he wanted. He didn't want to accept it. That's why I don't want to drink, but I don't want to accept the kulas. But according to the opinion that he asked, just simply about the question of Tamun, right? What do you mean there's a Gemara? Look at Rashi. There's a There's a What do you mean? Didn't want to. Didn't want to. Didn't want to drink. Right. So the Now, I'll be very frank with you. Right. That when we said over law, when it says over here, the law that that law avalish totam. He didn't want to drink over there. So the Gemara wants to say over here that it's not that he didn't want to kill the guards. 
It's like I said, basically, because he could kill them by his, if the guys were hiding there. Right? But there was something to do with this. It says, that this halacha over here, right, wasn't said in the names of the people who said it, of the Giborim, or the Dara'ilim. Amar kachma kurani mi beiti no shal shmo ramati, kola moser atzmo lamut al dibet Torah, eno mi mitabalacha mishmo. If someone's going to be Moshe Nefesh, you don't mention Allah in his name, Vayasechotam Lashem, Vishlobo Lamanamat Natalimishum David Hashem Shamayim, Lamanamatum Esh, Maviasechotam Lashem, Daminu Mishma de Gemor, Daminu Mishma de Gemor. I'm not sure I understand what that's all about, to be honest. Didn't really cut the whole story. Okay. So the Mishnah, new Mishnah here. Now we go back to our discussion. We're speaking about fire. So the last Mishnah that we discussed, and I think Nun Teta Mudbet, you sent a fire out with people who never had died. The more carries on, the Mishnah here talking about fire as well. So now we've got a case of fire. If the fence, if the fire jumped a fence, that was four hours half. Four hours is about two meters. That's a pretty half fence, right? Or Derech Harabim, or it went through a Rishut Harabim, Derech Harabim. Rashi says over here, Derech Harabim, he says Yud Vav Amot, meaning 16 Amot. Now, it's interesting that Rashi uses the Lashon Yud Vav. Normally, we don't say Yud Vav. We say Tet Zayin. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Duff, for example, of Gomorrah, you don't see there's not Duff Yud Vav. There's Tet Vav mm-hmm. and Tet Zayin and then Yud Zayin. So we write it because of Hashem's names. I'm not sure why he had written Yud Vav Amut. Don't know why. Right? And the Mishnah says over here, or Derech Harabim. Rashi says Yud Vav. Where do we learn that this Tet Zayin, the 16 Amas, it's Shudar That's a street, by the way. A, pub, a street that's 16 Amas is a Shudar Why does it see? Where do we learn the 16 Amas from? From Hilchot Shabbos. It's from the Agalot. And you remember that the Agalot, remember the, the, the Levim had Agalot and they put them together, they turned them together with the wheels and the whole space on each side, etc. You came to 16 Amas. So that was basically if you were Passing something into the agala, into the into these uh, what's the agala in English? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot in my language this week. Uh, uh, what's it? Wagons, Wagon. wagons, right? Wagons. So then into the agala. So that's from Shlomo Rabim to Shlomo Yachid. Okay, the wagons were Shlomo Yachid, and the two wagons together on the side of Shlomo Rabim. That was the whole din of we learned today in Shabbos. So he said, yeah, that's the Shlomo Rabim. If the, if the fire passes over a street that's sixteen hours wide, that's about eight meters, right? So it's also a wide street, by the way. Today, like in a neighborhood street, I think a wide road is 10 meters. You know, you have the narrow, small roads are 6 meters. Wide roads are 10 meters. So, so, uh, so 8 meters is quite a, quite a wide road. Or Naha or Pasa, wherever you put. So in other words, if the fire, once the fire jumps over these areas, right, a high wall or a, or a big street or a river, that's not your, that you can't be liable for that. You can't expect that a, that a fire is going to jump such a big distance. Now we'll see there's limitations to that as well. There's certain times you might be liable even though that happens. The Gemara says, If it's arba, if it's arba, I'm as high and it goes over it, you patu. That's what the Mishnah says. Right? So the Gemara says, says, We've got a brighter that says if it passed over a wall, that's Arba Amot Yuchayev. So make up your mind. Are you Patra or Yuchayev? So the Gemara says, no, Amra Papa, Tana, Tana Didan, the Mishnah, the Tana of our Mishnah, he went from above to below. In other words, he started counting above. At what height would you be Patur? So he said, Sheish Amot, if it's six Amas high, you Patur. If it's five Amas high, you Patur. Until four Amas high, you Patur. 
The moment it goes below four Amas, three Amas and 99, whatever parts of an Amma, you're going to be Chayev. The Tana Baran, the Tana of the Brighter, he's going the other way around. He goes, Milamatl Lamani, he says, two Amas high, you Chayev, three Amas high, you Chayev, up until four Amas high, you Chayev. So basically, they're both saying the same thing. Because the cutoff where Patra and Chayev join is at four Amas. So the Tana of the Brighter says, as soon as it gets to four Amas, you're already Patur. Anything under four Amas, you Chayev. And the Tana of Mishnah says, from six, five, four, you Patur. As soon as it gets to four, anything under four, you become Chayev. You got it? So basically, they're saying the same thing. There's no Machlok. Everybody got that? Okay. So I'm a Rava. So Rav says like this now, when we said in the Mishnah for Amas, Amut Patur, he says, well, that's even a filubistai kotsim. That for Amas, even if it's in a thorn field, why is it a chilush if it's in a thorn field? Because a thorn field is highly inflammable. So you might have thought that the fire was going wild in a thorn field and it jumped over a wall which was for Amas high, you'd still be chayev. Says Rav, no, you Patur. However, at the moment, Rabbi says you stole patur. Amara Papa, Rabbi says, Umisvat kotsim ulamala dar amot. Papa comes a bit of a chumra here and he says that that is from the top of the thorns, the wall has to be four amas high. So it's not that there's a thorn field that the thorns are high. There's a wall that's four amas, but the thorns themselves are like two, three amas high, and now it's just one amma to jump over the wall. No, there's thorn fields, and at the top of the thorns is a four amma high wall. Fine, everybody with me? That's good, right? Okay. So I'm a Rav. Rav says, Rav says again. Right? So now, that, so Rav said, it's just for Amas, even in the thorn field. Rav said, no, 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 no. That's from the heart of the thorn field, the four Amas. Rav comes on. This is Aloha. He says, it depends what type of fire it is. He says, What's Kolachat? Where it's a fire that's going up. It's just a burning fire that's going upwards. However, it's a but if it's an ichfefet, what's the ichfefet? That the fire is flying over the ground, like just burning everything in its way, going sideways, right? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Bekolachat, im shekoleach, mitamer v'olelamali. See, that's like going, burning upwards, like, a, like just like an upwards fire. He says, about nichfefet, sharuach mateota v'kofet etstani, but if the wind's moving it sideways, umafsika shalhevet v'doleget l'shon mori, right? So Rashi says, there's no big flame. It's just basically burning everything on its, on, on its way. It's not going up into there, right? So Rashi says that's his, he teaches uh, Lashon. He's got another Lashon. He says, mm-hmm. A low fire that just goes and burns up all the weeds in the suburb. The same idea. We're not talking about like a big bonfire that's burning up. Then it's a different story. But if it's a fire that's just like moving sideways, like a low fire moving everything in its way, then says Rav, then afilu admeya amachayev. Then there's no limits any longer because this fire can just get wild out of hand and can just burn over anything. So it'll go up the wall, down. The, I don't know how. I don't know how it would work. But anyway, that's what Rav says. And Shmuel says no. Shmuel says matnitin be nichfefet. Our Mishnah talk about nichfefet. Right? When he says our Mishnah talk about nichfefet, he means that our Mishnah when it says is for Amis, is limited to that. Avab kolach afilu kol shupatur. But in a kolachat, no matter how high the wall is, if it's a fire like this, it's going up. So we don't expect the fire can, if something jumps over the wall, it's not your problem. Okay, so one's looking in quite a, in a, quite a machmir way, quite a, 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 quite a,
We've got a bright that supports the Rabbeinu. The very Mamurim. When do we say? Says Rashi, the Im Avrad Derech Rabbeinu Yupatru. If it went through Rishut Rabbeinu, not the wall here, through Rishut Rabbeinu, like sixteen Amos. So that's by Kolachat. But if it's so now we're talking about a wall, we're talking about Rishut Rabbeinu, like a big space, like a like imagine. You know, you, today you have what what they call a fire break. Exactly what it is. A fire break is an area where you make sure that there's no growth and it's just sand. So that if a fire catches light to a field, there's nothing flammable to help the fire cross over. So that's what he says over here. Now, if there's a fire break, right? So that's what the brighter says. When do we say that if, if it passed over Shrabin Yupatur, but Kolachat, when the fire is going up, but there's a big fire burning like a bonfire, and now there's a fire break over there. But if it's a Nichfefet, and there's wood there, there's some wooden stuff on the road, it doesn't stop the fire. So then that fire, you're going to be responsible. So that, that means there's no real fire break. If there's a fire break there, then you're responsible for that fire, whatever happens to it. If it followed a river or a pond, a, a puddle, we'll see the moment where the shlulit is. Rashi says, we'll see later on. Okay, if it's eight amas wide, then you be patu. So the Gemara says, "Yeah, there are Rabbi Amishta." When it said, "Man Tana," who's the Tana? The Rabbi Rabbi Lezer. The Tana Rabbi Lezer Omer Sheishes Sheamot Rishta Rabbi. He's the one we learned that he's got a bright over there. That Rabbi Lezer teaches us that sixteen amas is Rishut Rabbi. Then the Mishnah said, "Or Nahar." So we have Rav Gader Shugavoa or Derech Rabbi or Nahar. So Rav Rav Amar Nahar Mamash. Rav says it must be a proper river. Shmuel says, "No." I'm Arita Dedlai. What's Arita Dedlai? Rashi says, "Yeah, you are katan." Shalim menu mashkin said, "What's that? That's like a like a, a irrigation uh, uh, furrow, right? If you've just got like a water channel that you bring there, you bring some water into your fields. That's good enough. It has to be a whole river. So according to Rav, it has to be a proper river. According to Shmuel, even in Arita, any little water break. So Gemara says, "Manda when Amamash Avagav Dedlai Kamaya." So what's the difference between a Nahar or an Arita? So according to Rav Aviyah, the Gemara says that the Rav who says a Nahar must have water in it. Look, if a, if a river doesn't got water in it, it doesn't really help us much, right? Because in some way it's a dry bed and the fire will just go through it. But the one that says, I'm sorry, 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 explain it wrong. The man that I'm even has hasn't got water. Because it's a big river, so even if it hasn't got water, it's a big gap. It's a small little area. So when there's water in it, we understand why it can stop the fire. If there's a water in it, then we ignore it. Right? That the same concept of, of, uh, of rivers separating areas is not only a halocha in fire. We see also that when it comes to fields, if you've got fields, right? And you've now got to give payah. What's payah? You've got to the corners of your fields, you've got to cut off the corners and leave, the, leave it there for poor people. Let's say you own a few fields. Let's say you own two big fields. So now if you own two fields and they're next to each other, so there's nothing separating them in between, so even though they might have different names, you know, the farms have names, you know, like, uh, and identification stories. The one might be called farm A, we call farm B. If they're together next to each other, so for payer purposes, you can just leave the four payout of the whole big area. If there's a river running through it, so now you've got to treat each farm separately and you've got to have four payot there and four payot there. It's actually double the amount of payot you've got to leave now, imagine. Because having four payot, you've now got to have eight payot. There's no limit on the size of the payot. 
Okay, but it doesn't matter. You're still going to leave more payout if there's a, a water running through it because you go to, I don't know, is it, is it eight or is it, is it one, two, three, four, and now it's one, two, yeah, eight. Exactly, it's eight. It's double the amount. So the Gemara, the same aloch over there. Lepaya hanacha vashlulit. V'derech hayachil, v'derech harabim. So there the brightest says over there in Paya, or Mishnah says in Paya, there the Nachal, if it's like a Wadi, or a Shlulit, remember Rashi said we can explain what a Shlulit is later on, or Derech Hayachid, or if it's a, even a, 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 a private path, right, which is Arba Amot, says Rashi, or Derech Harabim, and we know Derech Harabim is already 16. So the Gemara says, my Shlulit, what's the Shlulit we're speaking about? So Amrav Yudah Amar Shmuel, Makom Shemei Geshamim Sholilin Sham. So Shmuel says it's an area where the rainwater collects. Rashi Sholin mit Kapzin gathers. Kamo mina shalal shol beitzin. Okay? Rabbi Rabbi Biyamar Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan. So Shmuel says with the water, rainwater collects. Rabbi Yochanan says no. Amata ma'im shemachaleket shalal agapaya. He says it's a it's a, like a furrow of water and amat ma'im that spreads out into different grounds. So he says Rabbi Yashlut is more like what we said earlier on. Uh, <coughs> I mean we had the arita de delay. So Shmuel says man damer makom shemachim sholim by the Shmuel kol shekadam atamayim. So he says that a shlolit is smaller than a matmaim. And Rabbi Yochanan will say that a matmaim is bigger than this shlolit and it won't work. The word says, why? The henu ba'agnei da'ara mikru. He says, because really these shluliot, according to Rabbi Yochanan, or agne, what's agne? He says, kumo ba'aganot. Aganot like bort, like little pits. Says they're called like agnadara mikru, holes in the ground. We're not, we don't really take them very seriously. There's a water in there, they just ignored, and therefore uh, the payer would, wouldn't, wouldn't separate, the fire wouldn't separate, etc. Okay, already clear with that? I went through very, very quickly, but I think it's pretty straightforward. It's just a question on power. Is it just one corner? You don't have to be all four corners, or you do? I don't know. I think to best of my knowledge, it's all four corners. But you might be right. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Do you want to check it out quickly? Okay, so Shkok, so Steve asked a good question. We checked it out. The mitzvah already is one payah, but like Clifford pointed out, to make no difference. Still, this would be double. So you have to have one payah for either field. Okay, so it wouldn't be four or eight, it would be one or two. That was the Mishnah. Okay, new Mishnah. Hamadlik betoch shelo. Now, you, you light a fire in your own field. So I'd come at Tavorad Leka. In other words, how far do you have to be now from your neighbor before you become chayat? Words, what's this? What's the story of here? Can you just light a fire wherever you want, or not? So, right? Uh, says, you look at if you middle of a bed kul. What's a bed kul? Rashi says, if you got a half a bed kul on either side. A bait kur is the amount of area that you could farm a kur of, uh, of, of, of produce, right? That is 274 amas, by 274 amas. That's about 18,000 square meters, a very big area. So you've got to be in the middle of that. That's about 137 amas on either side of you, right? Look at Rashi over here. He says, okay, We talk about a flame that's burning upwards, like a fire. But if it's going sideways, like we said earlier on, it's like sponging off the ground, it's moving around. So that's firstly, he says over here, Rashi, we're discussing only this fire that's burning upwards. If it's one of those that are flying along the ground, so there, a bait cool, doesn't matter how big it is, you're going to be, unless there's a fire break in the middle, I think, like we saw earlier on, right? 
Rabbi Lazar, that's Rabbi Lazar says. Who be emtzer bet Rabbi Lazar Omer, so that's Rabbi Elazar and Azaria. Right, that is Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Eliezer the Tana says Tet Zayin Amud. You see here he uses Tet Zayin. You see nine sixteen, not Yud Vav. So the Mishnah says Yud Vav. Tet Zayin not Yud Vav. Nine sixteen. A kedusha rakhishra Rabbi. Rabbi Akiva Omer Chamishim Amah. Now I'll tell you something. Here's something which probably nobody actually have a chance to look at it, but maybe somebody can look it up. But we know the clown. Rabbi Akiva is mentioned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah Haloch is only like Rabbi Akiva. Haloch Rabbi Akiva Mechavei Rav. Here it's not like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Chavei Rav. Chavei Rav, I think. Chavei Rav. Ah, okay, maybe you're right. You know, I didn't look it up. I've got a clown over here. Halacha Rabbi Akiva Mechavei Rav. Shkoach, you're right. Rabbi Yossi Mechavei. Rabbi Yossi Mechavei Rav. You're right. Okay, Steve's right. Okay, on the ball this morning. His son's Steve getting married this week and he's wide awake. It's all very good. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve's right. Okay, very good. So, Rabbi Akiva Mechavarov, I was troubled by that a lot. I actually could have just turned the page. I've got to read my book here, but score. So I'll really wait for you to give the answer, Steve. Right. So, uh, Rabbi Shim. What's One is when it's just him and another person in a machloka with the two tanaim. One when there's a bunch of tanaim. And here we've got Rabbi Dazim Azaria, Rabbi Eleze, Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Shimon. So it doesn't have to be like Rabbi Akiva. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. If, if Rabbi Yossi was in the picture here, Loch will be like Rabbi Yossi as well. Rabbi Yossi Mechavera. Okay. Uh, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Shalem Yishlam Avir Tabera. The Pasuk says, Shalem Yishlam Hamavir, the guy who burns. What does that mean? I call if he had Laker. Rabbi Shimon says, there's no absolute measure. It's relative to the size of the fire. You build a big fire, you need to have more space. You write a small fire, you have to have smaller space. That's what Rabbi Shimon says. Look at Rashi. The last one, I'll call if you had Laika. Kasal Kedatach. He says, what do you think of it? He says, Achi Kamar, Akol Yeshalem, Kol Kamashidlik, Benachok Benkarok. Now Rashi adds the words there, Kasal Kedatach, which is the Havamin. I'm not sure why he says that. We'll see just now because we're going to finish this Mishnah. I'm not sure, but we'll see. She says, at the moment we understand it's all according to the size. So Gmoah says, have you had Rabbi Shimon Shiura bit Laika? And does Rishim will not have an absolute measure, a fire, a measure of what the size of this is? But now we've got a Mishnah. Quite Mishnah about Metzia. Lo yamin adam tanur betocha ba. You shouldn't put a fire, an oven in your house. Elim ken yeshal agabo gove daramu anes. And remember, we've got a tanur and a kirayim. A tanur is like a double the size of a kirayim. Kirayim is like a one plate stove, and a tanur is a two plate stove. Okay, tanur is a big thing. So you should put an oven in your house, unless you've got four amas behind it, or on top of it. In other words, that the fire won't burn your roof down. If you put it in the roof, on the attic, and upstairs, then you shouldn't put it there. Is tiach, it was plaster on the floor of at least three tefach. It was going to be a thick ceiling, so it won't burn all the way down. Ubekira, and if it's a smaller one, you have to have a tefach. Vimizik, and if it caused damage, Meshale Masha Hizik. Rather than a Kama. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Lo Nemu Shirin Alalu Elashain Hizik Patumil Shalem. Rabbi Shimon says, No. All these measures over here, there isn't really a shear. It's just that the only one says, I'm Lo Nemu Shirin Alalu Elashain Hizik Patumil Shalem. What's going on over here? The reason why it gives you these measures is that you don't need a measure. But if, it, if there was less than these measures, you would have to pay. So it says, Everything goes according to the fire, which basically Rabbi Shimon said in the Mishnah. Okay, so 
Okay, so there we see it straight out. And basically, even though we've got these, these guidelines, at the end of the day, it depends on the size of your fire. So, bottom of that, you could light a big fire. If you had four amas above you, according to that, you'd still be chayef. And if you had a, a small fire, if you had three, you could still be fire, depending if it was bigger or smaller than what it was. So now this is a mission which we've been quoting all the time, right? This Machloket Rabbi Yudah Chachamim. Who's doing the lighting of the fires? I mean, it's in your own house. In your own house. Yeah, in your own house. Yeah. You light a fire in your garden. You can't just light a fire ever big you want. You've got to take into account the size of the fire in your neighbors. Oh, for the neighbors. Right, you've got neighbors, you've got people around you. It's going to go wild. If it burns down your stuff, we don't care. You burnt down your own stuff. So you just, you know, you want to burn your own things. Is that our problem? But now no. it's if you burn your neighbors. So, so you lit down a, a, a pile of grain and there were kalim with the utensils hidden in that file, in, in that pile, and they got burnt. You see, you pay. We've seen this a couple of times already. You only pay for the chitin, the gadish itself on its own. Remember, we saw this as well. We've seen this a couple of times already. We've seen this a lot a few times. If there was a goat, Gedi Kaftar up to the fire, the Evet, Zuchel and Evet leaning on the fire, close to the fire, with Nishafi more, and they, and they all got burnt up with the, with the clown. So Chayev, so you Chayev, but why you Chayev? You Chayev, look at Rashi, Yagadi Kafutlo, the Evet, Bukhule, Chayev, Alagadi, you Chayev for the Gedi, because the Bale Chayim, Nami, Itchavu, Me Oha Kama, because it says Oha Gadish, Oha Sadeo, Oha Kama, we said that they all, remember all those Oz, 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 Include the animals that are t- that are tied up to it. And even though there's there's kinnam rabbi minay, you can you chayev so to speak because of the of the gadish. You aren't patur from the uh, from the animals. The animal chayev mita ala evet because you aren't chayev on the evet. The whole animal chayev evet wasn't tied up. Ayalul ivroch. The evet had died. He should run away. The fact that he didn't and he was having a shloff over there. He didn't bother to get up and save his own life. You aren't one for the evet. You're one for the gadi for the goat. Upatla vimita umitashlumin. And you don't have to pay anything for the Evid. Avaliyah Evid kafutlo, says Rashi. The Evid was tied up to the fire and he couldn't get away. Then you patur for the Gadish and for the Gadi. Right? Rashi says, yeah, afidu ala Gadi vala Gadish. The Chayev Mitta, because you Chayev Mitta for the Evid. If Tibna Komina came. The Kim Lay Midrabi Mine. Okay, Vafili Elohi Trubo. If they don't warn you, and you aren't going to be Chayev Mitta now. We discussed this before at length. Rashi adds it in your now. You still patur Kim Lay Midrabi Mine. Why? Even if you were chayev for mitah b'shogeg, which means you're not going to be put to death. You still patter all the other damages because of kimlei. All right? back to difference whether he was or wasn't there. Rashi is the machloket now with the gedi. It's about the difference if the Gedi was dafka tied up and he couldn't get away. Even the Gedi wasn't tied up and couldn't get and could have got away but didn't get away. He might be chayv with the Gedi as well. It's a machloket. Okay, let's go back into the Mishnah. Evet kafut lo v'gedi samuch. It was tied up. This will be more patur. You patur because of kimim rabbinera. And what do you chachem rabbi Yuda? Now chachemim say you never pay for the what's what's under the gadish. They agree with rabbi Yuda. But madlikat abirai. If you lit a big, if you burnt a big house, right? You mishalem komash. Well, you would pay for the contents. When it comes to your Gadish, so you don't have to make assumptions that some guy's hiding things under the, the pile of grain, even though it might be common. But when it comes to burning down a house, you know that people leave things in a house. 
The heter of Tamun, according to Rabbanan, only applies to a gadish, doesn't apply to a house, or a field, or, or, or a building, or whatever the case was. How do your Gemara translate bira, by the way? Like a palace, a castle, a big house, a, 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 what did they, because a bira normally means like a big, something big, not just a house. I don't think it makes a difference, because the Gemara changes last year and says, the derech b'nei adam laniach bebatim. So I'm not sure it makes a big difference. What's the English there? What do you give me in English there? A large tower. A large tower. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. All right. So I'm going to ask... The, 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 the Mishpat before, why, why is it a tool for the kid that was burned even though it had the option to run away? The goat. Yeah. If it had options. So Rashi says over there, because animals don't have diet. So animals by the fire. So even though, like, if it's got diet, human being thinks, you see fire coming, run away. The, the, the Gedi might have, I don't know, been sleeping, whatever, case, not had a chance to run away. You, you can't treat a Gedi the same way you treat an animal, uh, as a person. So the person you patur from the, from the, no, from the person you patur from the, from the if the, if the animal and the goat were killed and you burnt down the Gadish at the same time, right? I mean, the, the, not the animal and the goat. If the slave and the Gadi and the Gadish all got burnt down, if the the Evid was tied there, you have mitta for killing the Evid. Because you knew he couldn't get away. So now you patter all the other stuff because of Kim Lamid Rabbimine. That's easy, right? Your question is the other way around. But if the Gedi was tied there, you're going to be higher for the Gedi. Now, Rashi says that that's obvious because you killed the Gedi. And you aren't patter because of Kim Because even if the Evid were killed in the process, the Evid should have run away. So you aren't have mitta on the Evid at all. You hire for the Gedi if the Eved wasn't tied there. If the Gedi was tied there, look at the Mishnah. The D was tied there. The Eved Samuch, it was just there. When the Shrafimon, they all got burned together. You hire on the Gedi. Why you hire? Because you patru for the Eved. You know, the Eved died, you patru from his death because he could have run away. So you hire on the Gedi and on the, on the Gadish. If the Eved was kafutlo, if the Eved was tade, the Gedi samuchlo, then you patru for everything. Why? Because you chayav mita for the Eved. So as soon as you chayav mita for the Eved, because of Kimla, you patru for everything else. You got it? No, it says if a slave was down to the stack and a kid was near it, and even the kid, although it was not down to the stack, was burnt with it, patu. If the, the one who lit a fire is exempt from monetary liability. Where do you see that, Mark? If the what? What? Who was tied to it? Who was tied to it? If if the slave was bound to the exactly, slave, exactly. Why you patur? You patur because you chayav mita for the slave. Ah, uh, see, okay, right, Because you chayav mita for the slave, so because of kim lemid rabbi minay, you exempt everything else. You, you, in theory, you chayav mita. Rashi points out that even if it was bishogeg. You still be patrick because of Kimlai, because Kimlai applies even if you aren't going to be, not you, even if the guy who wrote the fight isn't going to be killed, because there wasn't Hatra'ayin, etc. So we can't kill him, but he's still Chayav Mitter B'Shogeg. Even Mitter B'Shogeg patrick you from Kimlai. I suppose because Dina Shamayim, you've got a problem. Right, okay. Let's go. Amr Rabbi Kahane, Machloke B'Madlich B'Toch Shalor. Rabbi Kahane says, this whole Machloke between Rabbi Yudin and Chachamim, where you patrick for what? Even you like to fight in your own backyard. And the fire just went and got into your neighbor's backyard and burnt his gadish down. And then Rabbi Nancy Yupat Rabbi says, Yuchayev. However, 
But if you went and lit a fire in your friend's yard, then Tamun's only when you lit the fire in your house and the fire spread out and went into his house, then you hire for the Gadish, but not for the Tamun. So I'm going Rava, so Rava says to Rav Kahana, Iach, if that's the case, then why we look at the bright, the safest, as I safer, Mordim, Chachamim, Rav Yudim, and Madiket Abira, Shemeshalem, Koma Shebetocho, Shechem, Yerich, Bnei Adam, Naniach, Batim. He says to Rav Papa, Rav Rav says, Rav Papa, I don't understand. If you tell me the whole machlok, it's only when you lit it in your own house and the fire spread to somebody else's house, and then you patur says, Shechachamim, Rav Rav, and you chayev, Rav says, you chayev, so I don't understand. The safer says what? The safer says, when you lit somebody else's house a lot, then Chachamim agree with Rabbi Yehuda. If that's the case, Amisha should have packaged the whole thing. We've seen this thing before. And teach one, I say like this. When do we say that you patur says Chachamim Rabbanan the mission shouldn't have mentioned fire in, in lighting a fire and then lighting the house. Just say, when you light a fire in your own house, and whenever you light a fire anywhere else, you chayev. Why? It's the same thing. If I, where do you, how do you light a guy's house? How do you light a birah? You're obviously in his grounds, right? So if you're in his grounds, there's pashut that Rabbanan agree that if you're in his house and you're lighting the fire. So what are you telling me the machloket is about when it's in your own house, not when you're in his house? That's the story. The Sefer tells you when you're in his house. So it implies that the Machloket in the Reisha, even when you're in his house, Rabbanan would still say that you're Patur. Correct? Because they make a distinction between the Gadish and the Bira. You want to say to me, no. The distinction isn't the Gadish or the Bira. The difference is where you lit the fire. Everybody with me? Right? That's what Rabbanan says. That's what Rabbanan says. doesn't make any sense. That was my original question. Okay. So it says, I'm a Rav. So Rav says, you're wrong. They argue about both. Right? They argue about when you like to fight in your own house. And then the fight uh, 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 moves into his house. And the right in your own house. And the right in your own house. Rabbi Yudah says, "Mishalem Koma Shevetocho." I feel anarchy. Rabbi Yudah says, "Now, now the machlok is slightly different." He says, "Avia, when you lit the fire in his house, Rabbi Yudah said you chayev for everything that's in that in that uh, in that uh, bundle." I feel anarchy. It was his wallet was there with money, which is not something a person would normally do. Rabbi Nansabe, no. Kalim shedarka Rabbi Begadish. Things that you would normally put there in your pile of grain, kagon, morigin, bechlei bakaru. Rashi is over here that Morigin. Uh, I saw Rashi over here. Krashim, Nekuvim, Benyetedot, like a wooden wood with holes in them, etc., that, that you use for, 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 for smashing the, uh, the grains, etc. Vechlei Bakar, etc. Who the other things you'd pay for? About Kench and Akan, that means the guys you wouldn't pay for. And where the Kalim were, so now when you're going to compensate the guy, because how are you going to compensate him now? You're going to measure the quantity of grain that you destroyed. We take this, the area 
that the kalim took up as if they were full of grain. So in other words, let's say, for argument's sake, it's 30 square cubic meters. And in those 30 cubic meters, 4 cubic meters are kalim. We say it's not 26 cubic meters of grain that we've got to compensate before we ignore the kalim. We say it's if the whole 36 cubic meters were grain and we compensate for 36 cubic meters of grain. Okay, so you don't get off scot-free. Then goes to the bedroom of Murim. What are we talking about, says the brighter? B'madlik betoch shelo v'acha v'dalka betoch shel chavero. Abamadik betoch shel chavero meshalem kol ma'ashia betocho. This is a bit of a difficult one, right? Rather, says the Avrat, Avrat, v'modi rabi yudin chavim meshal b'mashil makom nechavinat. I should have gone too far. We'll carry on tomorrow with this, this next brighter. Let's stop over here.